Nature is sometimes beautiful and majestic, and other times, it's absolutely the most horrifying thing you've ever seen or heard about. But at least it's almost always interesting. For example, if you see a snail with large flashing horns on its head, you're not looking at the world's slowest viking rave. You're looking at the alluring dance of a super parasite. But in the shrunken world of the green banded brood sack, it's eat and be eaten, and then be eaten again in order to survive and continue the cycle of life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. Thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more of Cassie's music, please search Cassie Michelle on YouTube and Spotify. And thank you to Johanna for the creation of this week's artwork. To check that out, you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter at LD Taxonomy or visit us at our home on the web at LDTaxonomy.com. And a very special thank you to our patrons, Tristan Taylor, Jesse Raspolich, Carol Raspolich, and Paul Chomo. Thank you so much for your uh, contribution. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on. And today we're talking about a parasitic creature that Andrew Ryan would absolutely hate. Oh, but already, I already have several later. jokes. <laughs> you, we've already now. You better be careful because we've already done the Iron Rand joke. With the, the joke I just said was we. It's just a format I took and replaced Iron Rand with Andrew Ryan. The the pseudo anagram for that anyway yeah yeah but what are we talking about not talking we were about talking anagram. about bioshock that's what we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> this this episode is about bioshock if you thought you were coming here for an animal podcast you're wrong just kidding we're talking about the green banded brood sack delicious isn't that great yeah isn't that a great it name it is a great name it does i got sound. better names Okay. If, if, if you want to hear him. Uh, okay, so it's also known as the uh, Brain Slug. If you've ever watched Futurama, Brain Slug. Uh, the Jockey Jerk. If you've ever played Left 4 Dead. And the Objectivist Authoritarian Nightmare. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> which is coincidentally my favorite Euro Dark Synth band. But yeah, there's my there's my Ayn Rand joke. Not well versed in Iron Randness. Ayn Rand. I have read um, most of Atlas Shrugged, and that is the extent of my Ayn Rand knowledge. I mean, outside did, did of Did you stop like, because it was bad or because you didn't? It's super long, and it's meandering. So I kind of uh, lost interest. It was it, like it, it had me hooked at the beginning, and then I hear the end has got like some actual plot points happen, but. It, it lost me um, about 60 to 70% of the way through. But anyway, it's uh, it's an interesting look at objectivism in a fictional context. And um, if and if you want to see the other side of that, play Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock is a, is a more palatable, <laughs> is a palatable <laughs> and also um, more negative view of objectivism for sure. But basically, the only reason I pointed out, I don't know if I'll even get into it. This is this is a parasitic animal, um, and it's a super parasite. It's double double parasites. Um, so 
and f- from the objectivist point of view, uh, something like anything that takes money from you is a parasite. So that is the government, that's the church, uh, that is the um, like charitable organizations. Anything that says asks asks for handouts is a parasite. Um, so yeah, there you go. There's a little there's a little line rant objectivist uh, trivia for you. Put that in your back pocket. We're about to give you a lot more trivia to put in your back pocket, but don't give this one a uh, a, a dinner table because you'll gross people out. Yeah, you you might gross people out if you say, uh, <laughs> <Did> you say <laughs> charity you say is a parasite too. <laughs> yeah, but would you like to hear what science has to call it? Sure. Well, it's in the kingdom you know, love, and are in the kingdom animalia. The phylum is uh, Platyhelminthes. Helminthes. Sure. Sure. The order is Diplostomida. Mm-hmm. Diplostomida. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna just have the robot <laughs> say this one first. Uh, the family is Leucochloridae. Really? That's the what? That's what the, what the robot said. Yeah, but the robot's not always right. It's not day with an a e at the end. Leucochloridae. Die day. day. Probably die day. Oh, so many vowels together that shouldn't be together. And, oh, the genus is much better to say leucochloridium. Yeah, there we go. That's what you uh, mine on a on an alien planet. <laughs> yeah. And then the species is, uh, the binomial name is leucochloridium paradoxum. This should have been a na- the name of the mineral that they're mining in James Cameron's Avatar. Like instead of uh, instead of unobtainium, goof obtainium, <laughs> goof obtainium. <laughs> maybe maybe the way of water will have them obtaining um, leucochloridium because that has like a, it sounds like chlorophyll. Like they're mining it from the trees this time. Yeah, I bet you, I bet you that's what it's going to be about. It's the same exact story, but they're mining it from the trees. Um, but yeah, Leucochloridium Paradoxum. Yeah, do you have a game for us but yeah, about since names? Since we're in the business of naming things, it's time for my favorite part of the show, Critter Groups. The part of the show where I ask you, Joe, a question, and the question is the same every time. What is the name of a group of this animal? Or what is the term of entry? What is the collective noun? We were talking about worms. This is a flatworm in particular, but we're going to talk about worms in general. Um... And I don't think we've done this for a worm yet, I want to say. Um, in any case, if you saw a group of worms, would you say that's A, a clue of worms, B, a smack of worms, C, a plip of worms, or D, a clot of worms? Well, I like clot. Um, you say a plot or a plop? Plip. Plip. Hook would have been a good one. A hook of worms. No, because there's hookworms. True. I'm thinking of like the fact that you put worms on a hook when you want to go fishing in a cartoon. Yeah, but you only put one worm on there, so that wouldn't be a very good description for a, a group. Unless you want to catch a big fish. And then you put on a bigger, oh, a, a single bigger worm. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with a smack. I my gut is telling me nothing on this one. <laughs> 
Your gut doesn't tell you very much about worms. It doesn't speak to you about worms. It shouldn't. Unless because they're gummy. Then I might be hungry all the time if I have a, if worms in my gut. That's true. Especially if it's if it's uh, of the tape variety. Uh, is that your final answer? Smack, sure. Smack of worms. Uh, that is incorrect. Eh. The answer Walnuts. is clue. A clue that that might but have been my l- bottom choice. It is spelled C L E W. Intr- what? What not is like that? A, word? Not like the the board game. What is a C L E W? Uh, it sounds like a radio station. <laughs> Here on C L E W, the clue. <laughs> it it is the um. It's the cords by which a hammock is suspended. Or You're the, not going to believe the first one. <clears throat> the corner of a sail. Well, corner of a snail, more like. Um, yeah, I thought that said snail at first. I was like, what? That's really, really appropriate for this one. <laughs> um, but no, it's a sail. Sail! Okay. Now, what do we even... If you're, if you're picturing an earthworm, <clears throat> you're picturing something incorrect. You're picturing Jim. So here's the description. The brood sac is a, it is a flatworm. That's what its species is. But uh, as an adult, um, adult in the, like like most, like many worms, it has a life cycle. Like anything that's little has a life cycle. Insects and uh, goes through many stages of development. Yeah. So as an adult, it's really small. Um, they're as uh, adults are oval shaped amoeba type things. Um, but brood sacs, the phase we all know and love, or we will at the end of this, definitely love them lots by the end ep- of this episode. Uh, is more like a caterpillar shape, round, uh, grub like in appearance, um, with with striking white and green sh- uh, stripes. Hence the green banded moniker the front of it is an offensive reddish brown spot it's it's so offensive <laughs> it it hops on twitter and just makes everybody's day terrible yeah it's hashtagging before long and it's just you know bringing down the vibes very offensive the back of it has a tail-like flagellum that attaches to a cluster of horror called sporocytes or called a sporocyte and new brood sacs grow from this sporocyte. And this sporocyte cluster looks like, almost looks like a, um, or at least the drawings of it, looks like this like piece of coral uh, in yeah. shape. But it is not coral. It is probably squishy and horrible. Coral can be squishy. Sometimes. Less horrible, I have to say. Even yeah. though coral is made out of polyps, which yeah, polyps are either we we dis- we we've talked about this before. You think it sounds gross because polyp is a word that's described that's used to describe medical things that are bad. Yeah, like growing things in your colon. But I think of them as like poplars from Futurama. Sci- oh no, like sci-fi or uh, not? You said I, you put sci-fi in my brain. <laughs> Seafood, like um. Like a like popcorn scallop. That's what it, it's a polyp. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I cannot I cannot make it to that point. It just it just sounds like a like a a plant like fungal thing that grows in your colon, and that's extremely disgusting and disturbing to me. And so I never make it to the to the popcorn scallop part of that of that rainbow. It's like when uh, it's like an optical illusion, which can be two things, but you can yeah. only see one of them. I mean, if you can eventually see both of them, but it's what it's whichever you see first that tells you I, what your horoscope is. <laughs> I saw one that was like a horse, and it looked like it was walking backwards, but it was like a silhouette of a horse walking backwards. But apparently, you could see it walking backwards or forwards, and I could never get to it walking forward. It's like uh, is the is the is is it Laurel or Yanny or whatever? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or is the is the dress or the shoe or whatever? pink and pink and white or gray and green let's anyway. let's talk about it but how big is this thing it's so nasty but how how much do i have to worry about it um welcome to the blood measure up segment the official listeners favorite part of the show the part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the whole family it's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send in an audio of yourself saying singing or chittering the words measure up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com we don't have a new measure up intro, but we, we but we're gonna re- revisit the greatest hits. Nice. Um, and I said that uh, I took some extra care to say that quickly, but also, and then enunciated. Because we have a ton of new listeners. We do, or just a few listeners that just went back and listened to the whole. Game. No, 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 because the our most recent episode reached a benchmark number faster than any other one has before it's almost as high as our like early episodes and that that tells me that it's like we got new people clicking yeah and it's all thanks to uh uh this app this podcasting app called um pocket casts that we are on their front page under animal kingdom that is awesome Welcome so, if you're new. Welcome if you're listening on Pocket Cast right now. Yeah. So yeah, if you uh, if, if you want to send in a measure up and hear your lovely voice uh, on the on the show, just uh, do do what Joe just said. Say sing or chitter it into um, like you know your your iPhone app or whatever you have to record your voice, and then just mail that on over us over to us snail mail style just put that into an envelope put a uh what do they call them stamps put a stamp on it and uh send it to <laughs> no uh just email that to ldtaxonomy at gmail.com and uh we'll we'll put it on the show we'd love to hear from you we certainly would now let me let me just go into the archives the grab bag if you will of uh, greatest hits. Pull out I'll the Hungarian horn, horn tail. Yeah, let's pull out the Hungarian horn tail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see if you can guess who this one is. Without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show.
Do you know who that is? No. I'll give you some hints. It's somebody you've met in real life. Okay. And it was sent in by somebody you've been lost in the woods with. Okay. I've been lost in the woods with uh, exactly two other people other than myself. I was lost with myself in the woods for a while. Mm -hmm. No, I've been lost in the woods actually quite a bit as a Boy Scout. (laughs) Um, But I'm guessing it was sent in by Andrew. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that's Elizabeth. That's a good guess, because that's correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's been a while since I've heard the voices of you South Floridians um, outside of you. You're my only point of contact. So, I've, That's do, true. Do they, do they still laugh down there? I miss the we laughter. We do. From once in a while, they, we, 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 find, we find cause to laugh. That's good. We find good. joy and mirth in our hearts like that one fox whistling Dixie. but let's talk about length adult worms are about 1.5 millimeters long it's very small very very so how many how many adult brood sac uh, the the adults of them how many of those go into the length of the longest ever recorded earthworm here's a hint the earthworm was found in south africa in 1967 so it's been quite a while that this guy has held the record um, and it's the species micro rapi and there's nothing micro about it it's about the diameter of a rubber hose what yeah oh my goodness that was not the direction i was gonna go in this is that's horrifying. That's Skull Island stuff. That's Peter Jackson's Skull Island level of uh, gigantism. Yeah, I was expecting it was going to be some sort of like actual parasitic gut worm that like is really thin but very long and squiggly and whatever. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be like a yeah, but that's clearly not the case. <laughs> goodness well i'm gonna imagine it's 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 pretty pretty darn long if it's a rubber hose goodness i'm gonna say this thing is four feet long just a big stout boy big long and not super long but definitely longer than most earthworms but very very girthy happy girth day um, which means that there's 48 inches times 25, which is 1,200 millimeters, which we're going to divide by 1.5. To get 800. 800 green-banded brood sacks go into the length of this very, very, very big earthworm gym. Final answer? Yep. The correct answer was... Four thousand two hundred and sixty-seven point two. Oh boy, this is a long worm. The worm was a six point seven meters, or twenty-one feet long. Oh my goodness! It's longer than like a snake, the biggest snake. Yeah, there, uh, there must not be much stopping it when you just eat dirt. I'm looking up pictures of this because I cannot believe what. Macrocatus rapi, R-A-P-P-I. 
that is um oh that's that's uncomfortable Slimy yet satisfying no no but but not the second part <laughs> wow okay yeah that's uh ooh. it's like a, just a, a big snake with no eyes <laughs> although we've talked about a snake with no eyes before yeah, but also no discernible head and basically just one big um, colon that eats dirt and <laughs> has no brain. Let's talk about the size of the brood. Okay. So I'm guessing this is the size of the Metacarcerii. Like when they are concentrated in a little group, when they're in that phase of life. You mean a little clue? Yeah. Uh, there's a hundred to two hundred and fifty of them. Mm. So how many how many of these brood sack clues go into the amount of people in the largest ever sack race? <laughs> oh, that must have been chaotic. <laughs> Um, Here's a hint. Uh, the race was held in Zwolle in the in the Netherlands. I'm sure that's maybe not pronounced that way. Uh, and it was made up mostly of students from Angeton Angeton <laughs> College. Uh, the record was set in October 2002. So it's been a while. It's time to get more people together for a sack race. I'm gonna say ten. The answer what? is ten. 10, I think 2,500 oh, oh, oh. people were, uh, were th- in this sack race. I thought you were saying, I think the largest sack race was 10. Like, I've been <laughs> in larger sack races. Than that. <laughs> I, I, You know what? That might be an experience that I totally missed out on. I don't think I've ever been in a sack race. I've been in a three-legged race for sure. You never had field days at school where there was a sack race? I don't think we ever had the sack race. I think we were just like dangerously short on potato sacks. Yeah. As we all were during that time. It it was a dark time. It was a potato famine. It was the opposite of that. (laughs) No, no. Potato sack famine. It was the app. Yeah. Yeah. It was the opposite of that. Although I bet in the potato famine, you had a lot of sacks and no potatoes to put in them. No, isn't it? Isn't the potato famine like that's all they had? Don't know. I'm showing my. Let's see. That would be a bad name. That would be a misnomer. No? I mean. Nope. Yep. There weren't any potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why my whole life I thought it was just like it was such a famine that like literally the only thing anybody had to eat was was potatoes. You know what's crazy? Is before the Colombian exchange, before the, the Europeans came to the new world, they didn't have any potatoes at all. And then fast forward to eighteen the, the 1840s, and now we don't have any potatoes again, and it's really bad. Yeah, potatoes are a staple. If you ever have a authentic um, uh, medieval English stew and it has potatoes in it, it's not authentic. <laughs> they were literally none. Yeah. What? Why are we talking about potatoes again? Oh, it's a sack race. Sack race. <laughs> I was like, well, how did we get here? 
Um, but yeah, it shows how much I know about. Oh, so you guessed you guessed ten? Is that your yeah? Final I guess ten, ten time ten groups of two hundred and fifty, which is twenty five hundred people in the sack race. Okay, that the correct answer is eight point three broods. Ah, oh, so that, not far off. That that's literally eighty percent. Eighty three percent. That is a little eighty three percent. I am two. I was two percent off from from calling it a win. Darn it's it. To be. <laughs> to be uh the sack race had tw- like uh 2100 2095 people in it that's uh man that's so maybe 15 percent is not is is too strict because that's a good uh, that was a good guess it, there could have been twenty thousand people in that sack race for all i knew or there could have been a hundred like i don't i don't that, that was uh there's quite quite a, a large potential spectrum there. Well, maybe yeah. maybe it should just be the percentage should just be if you get a uh, like a B or better. Maybe it's like nursing school. You have to get at least a B. Yeah, it's eighty percent. Maybe eighty five percent is too. Uh... Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this, this is the game where the points don't matter. Well, only for the hearts and minds of the listeners. So. Uh, would you, are you ready for some fast facts before we get into the major fact? Yeah, I sure I sure am. Now the major fact is this 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 guy's whole thing, his whole whole existence is pretty major. So let's just get into some some other stuff, some tangential facts. Uh, the brute sack is found throughout Europe, particularly in Germany, Poland, Belarus, Russia, Sweden, and Norway. They can be found as far flung as the UK or Japan, though. Uh, And there's probably a reason for that, and you'll tell us why. Uh, They may have um, found a a species on a Pacific island called Robinson Crusoe Island. Fun island. It's a good name for an island. It better have a fun uh, treehouse on it. That's all I'm saying. That is the Swiss family Robinson. Robinson yep. Caruso is a single a single guy who washed up on an island and uh is a diff- different dude. Well that's what you get for naming two different people two different groups or individuals Robinson <laughs> that have a similar blame blame whoever wrote the situation Robinson because Robinson Crusoe was wrote in like 1750. What is this Elden Ring where everything <laughs> has the same name? Everyone's Godfrey and Godric and and Godwin and Gideon and I heard a theory that everyone has a name that is George R. 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 Martin's yeah. initials. All of the all of the the uh, pantheon is either a G and R and M. The whole all of them. But anyway. Well, final thing: the brood sack is a like we said a parasite, which means that it it uh, it gets resources from another creature, gives nothing in return, kind of like. The government um, and, cha- and charities, according to Ayn Rand, <laughs> uh, but it, it has a complex life cycle. But it's not uncommon for parasitic worms to have a complex life cycle. Its life cycle is actually less complex than trematodes, which is a fun way to say say it. But it's probably pronounced trematodus or something. I don't know. Uh, they call uh, them which nematodes. It, it's another order of. Uh, 
platyhelminthes, of um, course, with a more complex life cycle. But let's get into this major of majorest effects. All right, we're calling this "Gone in a Flash." So we've said it once. If we've said it once, we've said it a thousand times. The insect-sized world is a brutal one. Snails and worms are not insects, but I think you get what I'm talking about. The smaller you go, the worse it is to be a thing. <laughs> um, and so, for starters, the like we said, the brood sac is a parasite, but not just any parasite. It is a double parasite, so it has an end goal, but it uses intermediary hosts to get to the its end goal. Um, and that's why that's why we we uh, are spending so much time making fun of Ayn Rand. Um, the uh, the brood sac's life starts as an egg in some bird poop. You know how it is. Uh, then a snail, usually from the genus Sucinia. That's a sounds like a Phil Collins song. Susudio. Ever heard that song? It's a good song. Um, it's with a with just a totally made up word, but yeah, Sucinia snails. Uh, they come around for a smelly snack because they love to eat bird poop, and uh, they will ingest accidentally these tiny worm eggs. And once they're inside the snail, the worms will hatch, they'll grow, and they will travel and branch out up into the uh, the the snail's eye stalk. Um, and this they, they can grow so much that they'll sometimes make up as much of a fifth of the snail's weight. Um, and several worms can live in the same snail, and s different species of parasitic worm can live in the same snail. Um, and so many times, both eye stalks will be infected. If you look up a picture of the green-banded brood sac, you are most definitely going to see lots of pictures of snails with giant bulging eye stalks. And that is because their eye stalks have been filled with these uh with these worms. They they just they kind of they worm their way up in there and they grow and just the whole thing is swollen. It's nasty. There are a um, few th fewer few things that are would be worse for a parasite to invade than your eyeball. Your eyeball and then to like just to grow it to this massive proportion. Um, and then that's not it. That's not, that's not, it's not like, oh, just, just, you know, unending pain and agony. Um, because the, the snail can live for up to a year like this. Um, but it's not likely that they will make it to a year for several reasons. Uh, once mature, the brood sac, um, and, and also like, this is where it gets its banded, uh, appearance, it makes it look like a caterpillar. Um, or a maggot, or just some crawling larv larva stage of an insect, um, and also the snail can use its eyes; can still see during this time. Like I, when I was looking at this, I was like, "Oh well, I guess it's just a bunch of blind snails." Um, but no, they can still see. Um, the worm will also uh, change the snail's behavior. So this 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 is why I called it the jockey jerk. It's um, it will. Uh, and so an infected snail will, rather than doing what it, its its instincts tell it to do, which is to stay in dark, moist, food abundant places uh, away from predators, infected snails will 
be kind of constantly on the move. They will climb up to taller plants and trees. They will stay in better lit places. They will cross like large, wide open expanses. Um, kind of like, you know, if you play Left 4 Dead, the jockey will jump on your shoulders and pull you away from the safety of your group and into the, uh, you know, the, the evil witch that's, that's nearby. Um, so, yeah, it, hij- it hijacks the instincts of the, of the snail. And on top of all of that, the brood sac can pulsate. Isn't that great? Don't you, don't you love it when words like brood sac and pulsate are put together in the same sentence? Just great. On top of, you know, the clusters you were talking about earlier. Just love it. Um, so what it'll do is it'll expand and contract itself. Um, and the and that makes the bands expand and contract. So it looks like kind of a, a heart, if you've ever seen like a cardiogram. Like just a lot of, a lot of back and forth motion. Um, and it's color, the, the bands of colors will get bigger and smaller. So it'll, it, 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 and it does this pretty, pretty rapidly. Um, and the point is to make this look like uh, a caterpillar that's inching along. Um, so all of this, the the eye stalk invasion, the pulsating, the forcing the snail to seek out exposed places in broad daylight, these all serve to attract the attention of the worm's true target, which is birds. So really, it's just trying to get a free ride to the airport. <laughs> So the bird is flying around, just standing, perching around. You, you can perch around, right? Um, and it'll it sees this delicious, nutritious, not at all suspicious morsel just putzing around in the open, and it'll fly down there and eat the brood sac, uh, which a lot of the times kills the snail. Uh, but it can also not kill the snail because it's just ripping off the eye stalk a lot of the time. Um, and so the snail can, can just continue on with only one eye. Um, and uh, just a just a lifetime of regret, though. <laughs> um, probably happy to no longer have that thing stuck in its face, though. That would be uh, so it could be kind of bittersweet, I imagine, if you survive that. Um, so once the uh, mature brood sac is swallowed by the bird, it will go through the GI tract of the bird and lodge itself in the bird's cloaca, which is the. Uh, the end of the colon <laughs> um the anal portion of the bird and uh it'll use its suckers to attach to the wall and uh then it will live the rest of its life like that just siphoning energy and nutrients and blood from the bird and it will release its eggs into the bird's poop for some other unsuspecting snail to munch on I imagine it could, it's probably also the same snail will munch on it because they're not very smart. Um, and the beautiful and not at all horrifying cycle of life begins anew. So what happens to the bird? Uh, the, the, bird is, the bird is fine, probably a bit uncomfortable. Um, but the point, the point of a parasite is not to kill its host. I mean, for the snail, it usually ends up in death, but a a parasite doesn't want to kill its host because then it loses its meal ticket. Um, so the bird is probably uncomfortable, um, but otherwise unharmed. And I would imagine the- maybe even maybe some maybe it's unhealthy compared to other birds because if it's siphoning root nutrients from you know the stuff it eats, then it's getting less nutrients. 
Yeah, like if you had a tapeworm. Yeah. Which would is not like life threatening necessarily, but also you want to get that looked at, um, and removed. But uh, the point is to you know obviously for the host to be kept alive for as long as possible, so that the uh, the worm gets to live for as long as possible. But most birds have a much longer lifespan than the worms do, so uh, they might host multiple worms throughout their lives. And this is why this is how these uh, the brood sac can can make it to so many different places, including islands, is because they travel by air. Three, yeah. th three if by air, two if by sea, one if by land. Um, but yeah, that's that is the life cycle of the green banded brood sac. Some people call it the disco snail parasite. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I I haven't seen too many disco dances that look anything like this, but I guess you could call it that. Um, I, when I first uh, looked at this, I thought it actually like illuminated when pulsating i was like oh this is like it's like bioluminescence um so i was imagining that like at night it would it would shine um for for birds to eat but that's not the case it pulsates just by like c expanding and contracting and making its bands um get larger and smaller so it uh and it gets it, the, the pulsating actually increases the more light it senses so it's assuming it's driving the snail into the open for all the birds to see. And then it starts to pulsate really fast going like, come on, I'm right here. And the Eat snail, my, the sail, the snail as a hostage is saying that this is the exact opposite of what my day, my plan for the day was. <laughs> this is not how I thought I saw this day happening. Um, but I'll, I'll be very happy to not have uh, an entire worm that makes up a fifth of my of my weight living inside of my eyeball oof duh don't a fifth a fifth of my weight i'm like i'm about 200 pounds so what's that like 30 something pounds it's like 40 pounds that's a that's like having a 40 pound animal living in your eyeball <laughs> it's like carrying it's a, is that like carrying yoshi Yoshi's 50 pounds, so he's he'd be a little heavier, but goodness, I wouldn't be able to do anything or <laughs> just have my my head on the ground dragging it around. But the snail seems to seems to manage. Um but yeah, they don't they can live for a year like this as the uh cuz also the the brood sac is feeding off of the snail because it is it hatches and grows and it's got to get biomass from somewhere so that's uh, it does feed off the snail so the snail will uh, slowly die from this uh, if it is not killed if, if the brood sac is not removed or it's not killed by by a bird so um, probably certain doom for this snail don't eat bird poop I think that's the answer to that if you want to avoid this problem in, in your life yeah um just just go ahead and cut that completely out of your life the, the whole bird poop eating um part of it i know it's not always the easiest course but it's the necessary one if you don't want this to happen uh, among other things honestly <laughs> true 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 and that's all i got 
That's all I got. All right. So that was the Green Banded Brood Sack. Uh, for you out there in Podcastia, uh, find a healthy pair of eye stocks with reasonable rent to settle into. Do a little disco dance and catch a ride to the sky like the Green Banded Brood Sack here in life, death, and taxonomy. Hey Taxonomy Titans, I just want to remind you that we now have a Patreon. Patrons can see full video episodes and get shoutouts on the show. But ultimately, it's a way for you to help us cover some costs and get even better. Still, reviews are the best way to help us grow. So if you haven't left one yet, we'd really love to hear from you. As always, thanks for listening and engaging. podcast <laughs> green banded brood sack that is that is hard to say fast what are you some kind of green banded brood sack and then everyone's just like <gasps> and then there has to be a showdown because you can't just let them call you that the, them them's fighting words them's is fighting words <laughs>